0: Hello, hello, and welcome everybody back for another episode of the Marvel Galaxy podcast hosted by yours truly, Evan Cormick. Today's episode is going to be pretty special because for the first time in a long time, I will actually be able to hear myself through some headphones whilst recording the podcast. So that's a big step. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, um, I record in my school's library over at the Hillman Library. Shout out to them in the quiet room that they always allow me to use. Um, And for some reason, my Mac doesn't like it when I try to have headphones plugged into my microphone, plugged into my MacBook while I'm trying to record. So, with that being said, normally I kind of just, you know, wing it, and I kind of just have the microphone going that records my sound, and then I just listen to it later. So sometimes the audio levels might be a little bit off, or I don't know exactly how it sounds coming to you guys, but... Luckily, now I can. Um, So we have a pretty special episode today. Um, I'm on not a time crunch, but I also don't have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about the Star Wars celebration and some kind of upcoming Star Wars events uh, that the public probably knows about, and then if you're a fan of Star Wars, you probably know about as well. But first, some housekeeping items just because this is going to be my last podcast recorded for my semester here at college. Um, I finished my finals on Tuesday and I am moving out tomorrow. So it's wild. I will be going into my senior year next year, which is crazy. A little bit of personal information for those of you that are listening in case you haven't decided to follow me on any socials or anything or look up my TikTok. Um, So that's kind of weird. But Going forward over the summer, there is a decent amount of content, and I have an idea of what I can do uh, to kind of produce episodes on this podcast. But I need to figure out how I'm going to do that, right? So my school, I live about 15 minutes away from my school, right? But the thing is, parking is a pain in the ass. So I don't know if it's worth it to drive the 15 minutes here. And worry about potentially paying for parking or, you know, renting out the equipment from my library because I would probably be parking for like 30 minutes to an hour every single time. So I got to do a little bit of cost analysis because I also have a desk set up and a computer set up with my gaming PC at my actual house. So I could see if I could re-download the recording software that I use and I possibly could just record off of my gaming PC that I have, and then from there, I could see if I need to buy my own microphone or what have you, so you might see a little bit of a gap between videos, Um, definitely next week, you will not see any other videos from me until after May the 5th, which is when I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy, because there's simply just no content coming out uh, for the Star Wars community, but I have a good idea that I think might be beneficial for the summertime. Um, I might space out the episodes, I might just see how busy I am, and kind of just unsubscribe from the platform that produces all my episodes, and I might record a bunch of episodes, like in my free time, and then just kind of release them sporadically, you know what I'm saying? Like, not do it on a weekly basis, or like a bi-weekly basis even, but like, you know, put out two episodes at once or something like that. Um, So we'll see what's kind of going on there because I really want to keep this going because I really have enjoyed um, recording these and publishing these for you guys. Um, And This is going to be our 13th episode here, guys, which is pretty amazing. Um I've reached out to a couple Instagram pages. I'm going to try and do a better job of that over the summer like networking my podcast. Um and also if you have any friends, family that you know like Star Wars, like Marvel, uh feel free to let them know. I mean this this podcast is not age restricted. It is explicit, but it's not age restricted. Uh so anyone can become a listener. I'm going to harass my neighbors to see if they want to listen <laughs> if they're into this stuff. Um but yeah, so it's it's crazy to think that I've made uh, thirteen episodes of this because there were times where I just I debated whether or not this was worth it. Uh, but but it is, it, it really is. But I, I have to see what I'm gonna do for the summer because uh, for the first two months of the summer I'm pretty busy with like work and vacations. But then the back half of the summer I'm not super busy, but I also have like a summer class that I'm doing through my school. So. We'll see. We'll see uh, how that is determined. Make sure to follow the the.marvelgalaxy on Instagram. I might be posting some polls or asking for some feedback there. Uh, seriously, go follow it. Um, what, I don't spam post or anything, so what is there to lose except for maybe 30 seconds of your time? But as far as today goes, since we have gotten all of that out of the way... I will be talking about everything that we got mentioned at Star Wars Celebration roughly two weeks ago. Now, I'm sure most of you are kind of up to date, but this is kind of like my late reactions and everything uh, from the announcements that we had, because Star Wars Celebration did as it always does, and it does not miss, all right? Star Wars Celebration is that really just one day of the year where we're just, well, a couple days, I should say, where we're just like getting all of, it's like, Obviously, we're getting overstimulated with all this content, but as Star Wars fans and as Star Wars nerds, we do, in fact, love it, but let's get right in. This is probably all I'm going to cover today, um, as well as my plan for the summer towards the end of the video, just because I feel like that'd be a nice little special cliffhanger for there to let let you guys know, to give me some feedback on what I should do, but let's hop right in. So the first big thing that got announced at Star Wars Celebration was that there are three new movies that are going to take place in the coming years. I believe the first one is set to air in 2025, which is a lot sooner than we would expect it because it's already, it's going to be May here in a couple days. Uh, So that's a year and a half, roughly. I don't know when in 2025 is supposed to release but we got that. That movie that will release in 2025 has not been giving a name, but it will be set th- very far in the future, about 15 years in the future. And Daisy Ridley is going to be returning as Ray Skywalker, and this movie will follow her rebuilding the Jedi Order. Now, I did enjoy the audience reaction from this, because I looked at the reactions on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, everyone was so happy, and that warmed my heart, because I was, I really loved Daisy Ridley as Ray. but I hated the sequels much like everyone else did, but I also am smart enough as a fan to realize that this isn't her fault right? Like, her just being an actor that has been given a role in this franchise, it's not her fault that the directors are just absolute idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not her fault that the directors chose to make Luke Skywalker look like a pussy and make her act be the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine, and then also, like, at the end, she's like, well, I've been through so much trauma, I don't really want to be a Palpatine, um, I'm gonna just be a Ray Skywalker. Like, we all know that the sequels suck and... All of that jazz. Like, we know how bad they were and how the directors screwed everyone. And it wasn't really the fault of Daisy Ridley. And there was a rumor for a long time, like, she deleted her social medias. Like, she was just not happy with, like, how the movie did. But I'm so, so glad that they are bringing her back. Um, This will be a very interesting movie. This might be the next trilogy that we see of kind of, like, this new age Saga. I don't know if it'll be a new trilogy, though, because at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, they said, hey, this is, like, the end of the Skywalker saga. I mean, they even made a whole very mid-Lego Star Wars video game of it. But, like... I mean, will this be a new trilogy? Will she, like, will the directors fix something? And, like, she has a premonition and says, like, you know, I'm running away. I I don't know what's going to happen. You know, she said, is she going to be running away from her name as a Palpatine? Are they going to, like, change that? Like, is this new sequel going to try and unfuck up what the, you know, what the original sequel trilogy did? Like, is this just a new, just, like, original trilogy kind of thing? Uh, it's a very cool concept, because they gave us very little to run off of. Um, I also didn't watch all of Star Wars Celebration, because I was in school, and it's like eight hours long. Um, so I don't know what her reaction is for it, but from clips that I saw on Instagram, it was kind of like very positive. She was like, oh, I'm glad to be back, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I like the idea of her rebuilding the Jedi Order. It's just a matter of fact of how. what is, Who is she going to bring in, right? Like, is Ezra, or Ezra and Ahsoka gonna be in this like are they still gonna be alive after their respective shows grogu is gonna be roughly 91 years old I saw someone on Instagram did the math uh as the time jump from where this movie takes place to where we leave off in the Mandalorian grogu's gonna be about 91 years old Yoda has said said before in the in the prequels that he became a Jedi master when he was a hundred years old like when he was a hundred he was already training Jedi So are we going to have Grogu be a little bit behind Master Yoda? Like, is is Grogu's nine years of his life going to be him training with Rey? Like, is she going to show him how to be a Jedi? Or is Ezra going to train Grogu and they're going to meet up with Rey because they hear she's rebuilding the Jedi? Like, how is that all going to work out? I'm very excited. That just sounds, as a movie, like a good concept. Like, that sounds like something that the fans have wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a, ooh, it's a new Star Wars story, and we're going to have to do all this building. Like, no, it's Rey. We know who she is. We're leaving off there. There's She's rebuilding the Jedi Order, for Christ's sake. Like, she will probably have to, you know, have some Force visions. Maybe we'll have some cameos in there. I know that won't make or break the movie, but that would just be cool. Like, if Anakin comes back or if Luke comes back as, like, a Force ghost or Yoda um, Kylo Ren, maybe like if Ben Solo comes back as a force ghost and kind of helps her because they had that kind of dyad in the force. Either way, I feel like that's going to be a very, very exciting movie. Um, for the next movie that got announced was actually from, it was from director James Mangold who did Indiana Jones five. Um, and I believe he just, he's done a couple other movies that are pretty good in this kind of world. Um, we, we finally, finally, are getting a movie that will be set thousands of years in the past and will focus on the first Jedi. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it. We have made it. We've waited a long time for this. I love that they are starting to trickle into this section. Now, this isn't exactly what we wanted because we just wanted the High Republic movie or Knights of the Old Republic where there was thousands of Jedi but I feel as though they're making this movie to then set up those movies. This is showing us that we're not afraid to go back in time before the prequels. So I'm looking very excited to that. It's gonna, I believe it's going to be called uh, like Dawn of the Jedi or something like that. Um, very, very exciting stuff. Uh, they, they didn't really give too much information otherwise on that. It's just exciting. This will follow the story of the fir- very, very first Jedi, his discovery of the Force. And from then on, who knows what they'll do. Will they, you know, go over the story of the Visla clan and how the, the first Mandalorian Jedi? Will we get, you know, Knights of the Old Republic? Will we get, you know, the High Republic, Yoda as a young youngling? The possibilities are endless. And last but not least, on the movie side, Dave Filoni will be directing a movie that brings together the Disney Plus shows that we have had so far. Now, that is what I find interesting because that description. It was my assumption that it was the Mandoverse that's coming together. And I'm 99% sure that that's actually what's going to happen. But for the sake of for the sake of argument, actually no, there is no sake of argument. I was going to start talking about like Kenobi and like Andor, but it's like no, they're separate. This is going to be a Mandoverse movie. This will 100% be the culmination of the Mandoverse. Now, John Favreau has already said that he has season 4 written of The Mandalorian, right? He has it written. It's probably going to be produced before this movie. But that's the thing. What is this movie going to do? Because it's going to be the Mandoverse. So it's going to be Mando, I believe Boba Fett. I also believe it we can, you know, Grogu, all of the Mandalorians, and then everyone from the Ahsoka show, I'm guessing? Or is it just going to be a Mandalorian-centric movie with all of the other Disney Plus shows like Chipping In, when they can, if they're part of this Mandoverse, that's, that's the kind of thing, I mean, it is about damn time that they gave Dave Filoni a movie, I already know when I leave that movie, I'm gonna be happy, in tears, angry, you know, ready just for more Star Wars content, I believe that episode gets released in 2026, so that's after Rey's movie, so are we gonna see some Grogu content, is Grogu gonna become a Mandalorian Jedi in that There's a lot of speculation that we can kind of go over with these movies. And that's one of the things that I might do over the summer is kind of do like more theory videos. Um, So I might do some theories about those movies, especially the Mandoverse one, just to see if, you know, what the possibilities are. Because I feel like they could go kind of anywhere with that, um, and that's what I like about these vague descriptions of movies, right? It kind of gets our minds twirling to see, like, what what are they going to do? And we don't even know. Like, Mandalorian Season 4 could come out in, like, 2024, 2025 and set the entire direction for when the movie's going to go. Um, but it's fun to speculate now because we have absolutely no idea. Next, there were some exclusive teaser trailers that were dropped at Star Wars Celebration, one of which was a new look at Andor Season 2. I just recently re-watched Rogue One, and I have a little bit of a new appreciation for Andor. I might try and give Andor a rewatch if I get bored over the summer, uh, just because I want to give it a chance, because everyone seems to really like it and think that it's very, like, low-key, like, one of the best pieces of Star Wars that we've had in a while. And while I was watching it, I just I wasn't seeing it, so I'll try and put my uh, biased goggles away and try and look at it from, like, a just an average consumer standpoint to where it doesn't really have any connections to, like, Jedi or Force or anything like that. I'm not saying that's what a Star Wars show needs to have to be successful, but, you know, fair enough. Um, One thing that I thought was just a complete hoax online, um, oh, no, never mind, wrong one. We got a teaser for what could be similarly called to the Galaxy's Goonies, a first look at the Skeleton Crew, um, That's fun. I don't really know too much about that. I thought they were going to mention about Star Wars uh, D-Squad. It's another crappy little cartoon, but I think it was a hoax online. Um, But yeah, there's not much else I can say. Skeleton Crew, it sounds like a cool concept. Um, Kind of from the name, it gives me vibes. I like the Bad Batch. So maybe those types of episodes. I don't know if it's live action or if it's animated, but the next one that was released and talked about is something I am very, very excited about. It is going to be an, the series called The Acolyte, which will feature no shortage of Jedi, because it is going to be a Jedi-centric show. What is more impressive is I believe this show is, in fact, Sith-centric of a show. Um, I forget the exact time frame. I want to say it's before the prequel trilogy. I want to say that is where it's from, but it is Sith-centric. It's going to bring together a whole bunch of new Sith characters, a lot of Jedi. There are going to be a lot of Jedi. I believe the uh, actor that played Chewbacca, that, that, that tall actor, is coming back to reprise his role for another Wookiee Jedi. Um, not Gunji, but a different one. Um, and there were some other th- uh, set photos released of some pretty cool-looking Jedi characters. So, that is very, very cool. I feel like Acolyte will be a big, big hitter as far as the Disney Plus shows can go. Because if that is just all Jedi all the time, and if it gives Knights of the Old Republic vibes, then it's going to be just action, action, and more action. The biggest hit from the Star Wars celebration in terms of teasers go, is the first Ahsoka trailer was Dropped. And in that Ahsoka trailer, we can see many, many things. For those of you that don't know, Ahsoka comes out in August. And ladies and gentlemen, this trailer all but confirmed what I've been saying all along. Rebels will be the... No, Rebels is the next season. Oh my goodness. Ahsoka is the next season of Rebels. The trailer showed us it all. Holograms of Ezra. We have live-action Sabine Wren. We have live-action Harrison Dula, Plus the casting of Grand Admiral Thrawn. As he was in the actual trailer, didn't speak, but we saw the back of his head returning as the voice actor that played him. Oh, I love it when they do that. That is my favorite thing in the world. Because the most disappointing thing is when you have a voice actor and you bring it to live-action and you can't get that voice. Because I've already watched all five seasons of Rebels. I am attached to the cold voice of Thrawn. I have a distinct voice of Thrawn in my head. And if I'm going to watch the Ahsoka show and I see a different voice, not going to do it for me, I'm sorry. But Star Wars has done this very well because we have Bo-Katan. She voiced her in the Clone Wars. She voiced her in Rebels. And she now is playing the live action. So we keep that voice consistent. And that is absolutely magical. I don't know if they did the same thing for Sabine Wren. Um, Sabine Wren wasn't, like, super distinct. She was kind of just, like, a typical teenager in my eyes. Um, Harrison Dula is also kind of, like, she does have a distinct voice, but it's also, like, that could be replicated. I feel like Thrawn, if he's your big bad, like, he can't be replicated. He can't be replaced. So we saw a lot of cool things in that trailer. Uh, we saw the one woman that Ahsoka faced off with, uh, in Mandalorian Season 2, uh, where he asked her where she asked her, like, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn when Mando and Ahsoka were kind of uh, protecting that village. So that's very awesome indeed. Um, it's It was awesome. It also got announced that it was getting released in August, which is so, so hype. That is literally right around the corner. I don't want summer to fly by, but I also cannot wait for this Ahsoka show to drop. It is going to be so good. Rosario Dawson has such a good portrayal of ahsoka very very happy um very happy indeed uh the bad batch season three it was amazing and sad the bad batch season three will be returning for its third and final season that was that was kind of a shocker i have grown to really like the bad batch series it makes sense though I don't think the Bad Batch is something they can keep on for much longer. I feel like one season is perfect. Here's why, right? We're getting to a point where the Bad Batch are in the galaxy to where it's around the time relatively probably of the Kenobi show to whereas Stormtroopers are just what's in right now. There's not really many other storylines that you can do that involve these clones because we're getting to a point where it's like... It's just Stormtroopers everywhere. They already decommissioned the clones. The exclusive teaser trailer that was shown featured Omega, Crosshair, and Emperor Palpatine. So, it'll be very interesting to see. I hope we get some backstory on Emperor Palpatine kind of collapsing on his clones project. And maybe he'll see to it that these clones are destroyed. Maybe we get some Darth Vader action. I really don't know because it's clones. So, I don't think Darth Vader will... It also could be one of those things where it's like Dave Filoni's going to rip our hearts out and be like, oh, we're going to have Darth Vader go to attack these clones, but then Anakin is going to come through and let them go. That would be, I mean, that's, that's just me throwing out a bunch of bullshit, but that would be something emotional. Like if Emperor Palpatine gets involved in the Senate and he's like, you know, Lord Vader, the clones are becoming a problem and asks them to like, you know go dispatch them, but, like, Vader corners them, and they're able to escape, but Vader could also kill them, and Vader's just, like, remembers that they're Bad Batch, like, remembers that they're Clone Squad 99 and gets flashbacks, and they're able to escape while he's getting the flashbacks, or something like that. Um, I feel like they will all end up on that one remote island at the end of the season, um, I'm predicting it now, or, I mean, <laughs> Dave Filoni wasn't hesitant to rip our hearts out, and freaking kill tech. Like, what? But also, so, I mean, he might just kill off the whole Bad Batch, for all I know, um, if he's going to rip our hearts out and kill Tech like that. But, I mean, he could also take it the route of, it's Star Wars. If I don't see a body, they might still be alive. So, <laughs> they could reprogram Tech. They could, you know, do something, maybe send Tech after them. Like, maybe they get back crosshair, but Tech is now trying to kill them. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the next, like, let me tell you, this This next... Um, this next kind of set of things that were got announced is just the reason that Star Wars Celebration hits so damn hard. Because Tales of the Jedi Season 2, we're back! We're back, baby! Oh, that's so amazing. I, It's just, wow. It was... I'm going to have to go back and watch all of these and like see the panels and interviews because uh, it was apparently the Clone Wars' 15th anniversary. Uh, so Dave Filoni confirmed that Tales of the Jedi is returning. There's no further details, but we're not sure what the show is going to focus on. Um, but we believe that it's the same template as Season 1 that it will focus on the prequel era. Dude, the Tales of the Jedi is so damn good because you can binge-watch it in two hours, roughly, and the stories are just so like the Ahsoka one, like like Anakin trained her for Order 66. Unknowingly, knowingly, I don't give a shit. Like that just makes me wanna cry. And then seeing Count Dooku content, uh. Uh. Like I, I like I don't know what they could pull out though. Like I don't know if Tales of the Jedi is gonna turn into like their what if series. I don't think it will because this is like tales that actually happened so never mind that was a dumb idea uh but tales of the jedi i freaking loved it i mean the only thing that i could say i will be if they give us the same template that they did for season one i would be fine with that like six 15 to 20 minute episodes but i also wouldn't be mad if they gave us more episodes same runtime or same number of episodes but longer runtime i'm just saying um the soonest thing that will be released actually next Friday or next Thursday, I believe. Sorry, uh, for May the Fourth is going to be Star Wars Visions Volume Two. I'm very excited because first of all, that's going to be um, that's going to be very hype. That's right around the corner. That'll be a perfect way to celebrate May the Fourth. I feel like that's very fitting uh, because I feel like they always seem to release something around May the Fourth. Um, so that's perfect. I really loved Star Wars Visions Volume 1. Um, I'm not really an anime type of guy, but that's, the, that's kind of the, about my extent of anime is that I will watch the Star Wars Visions because it's all anime style content. Uh, I can't wait. Season 1 was, or Volume 1 I should say, was badass. Um, and that just gets me really excited. And that's about it. That's about all that got wrapped up for Star Wars Celebration 2024... It's 2023, sorry. Um, Next year, I believe they're having it in Tokyo, Uh, which is wild. Um, Yeah, one of these days I would love to go to Star Wars Celebration. It's a very expensive thing. I don't know how often they do it in America. Next time they do it in America or maybe like if they do it in Canada... I would definitely consider going because I feel like that would be an experience. Um, other things that happened during star Wars celebration from the little that I watched, um, uh, they had interviews, I believe with Hayden Christensen, um, John Favreau de Filoni for the Mandalorian, a lot of the Mandalorian actors. I believe John Carlo Esposito was there. Um, it was so sweet. There was a moment where Hayden Christensen just, there's a clip of him online. And if you haven't seen it already, I, I look it up. um, of the audience kind of just going absolute ape shit when he came in. And he kind of just takes a moment. And you can see he's tearing up a little bit. And it's so heartfelt because when the prequels came out, everyone fucking hated them because they did their thing that all typical Star Wars fans do. They don't direct all of their hate at the director. No, they say the movie sucked because of these characters. It wasn't the characters. It was the writing. All right. Hayden Chris. I, I love George Lucas to death, but... <laughs> Peyton Christensen did not have the best of lines in episode two. Uh, Episode three, it was better, but it was still cheesy. You know, like, like in episode two where they uh, finally see Padme for the first time. And she's like, Annie, my goodness, you've grown. And he's like, you've grown as well. More beautiful, I mean, like that. Just no one talks like that. (laughs) Like No one talks like that. Like, come on, George. Um, but there was a period of time where Star Wars fans absolutely did not like Hayden Christensen. He got a lot of hate for it, and he stopped acting for a little while. But then he came back. He came back at the perfect time. It's almost as if the sequels made us, you know, appreciate the prequels again. And, you know, it was just we're in this era where Star Wars fans are forgiving themselves for their past transgressions. <laughs> because Ahmed Best came back to save Grogu and people lost their shit. They loved it. I loved seeing him. Hayden Christensen damn near cried when he was getting, you know, on his panel and he was just like, I love being a part of the Star Wars community. I think it's because he's realizing like, hey, when we're bad, we're really bad. But when we're good, we'll make you feel like the most loved person in the entire world. Um, and that's one thing that I really love about Star Wars fans, and that's uh, Hayden Christensen is amazing. I mean, he was my childhood. Star Wars Episode Three was uh, my favorite because it was the first one that I kind of have, you know, memories of actually watching with my dad or sitting down, and I was like, "Oh, that's General Grievous," and like, why well, watch the Clone Wars on TV when it came out like the first two or three seasons. Um, So it was that's why episode three will always be my favorite, because I feel like for Star Wars fans, what their favorite movie is, is what they're most emotionally attached to. I think, I feel like. Like if you came out around the time of the original trilogy, nine times out of ten you're gonna say it's either episode five or episode six, because those two were like the emotional culminations of the trilogy you grew up on. If you're from my like late two thousands, like, when the prequels came out, you're probably going to say Revenge of the Sith. And if you were born in the era of the sequel trilogy, I'm sorry. <laughs> your, I'm saying I'm sorry to myself because I was like, oh, yeah, Dad, like Force Awakens, we get Star Wars in theaters. And Force Awakens was actually pretty good. But then we went to Last Jedi and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, but that was kind of like the end of Star Wars Celebration. They also touched on Jedi Survivor, which comes out tomorrow. I don't know how many of my viewers are big video game fans, but Jedi Fall Survivor is going to be so, so good. We get to follow Cal Kestis on his journey. Um, if Those of you that aren't familiar with Jedi Fallen Order, I know it's a video game. It's a video. Find a video game gameplay out there. The story is immaculate. It takes Cal... It's going to be five years after Fallen Order. Um, the Fallen Order video game as a brief rundown for those of you that don't know. We're basically following Cal Kestis, which is the shoes of one specific Jedi, after Order 66. Like, a, not even a full year after Order 66. Um, and this, this entire game is him going to different planets, hunting down uh, Sith remains artifacts, or like uh, Jedi artifacts, um, and discovering his way through the Force, and... Really uh, going against the Inquisitors, the the ninth, the ninth sisters of um, Darth Vader are all kind of attacking. We don't get any brother content. It's always just the uh, Inquisitor sisters. Um, I believe Fifth Sister's in there. I think Ninth Sister's in there. And, uh, I don't think they have the Grand Inquisitor in there. Um, I don't know if they call the main antagonist there. Uh, but we even get flashes of Darth Vader spoilers in that. <laughs> Actually, the game's been out for like three years. No, we get flashes of Darth Vader in that. Uh, game as well, and then this new game, which I am so excited to play tomorrow, i so excited, um, we get Cal as a more experienced Jedi, but there's also going to be prequel content in a way, because there's gonna be planets that still have remnants of the Clone Wars, so we get to fight battle droids, which is really fucking awesome, because we've never gotten like a prequel era game. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be, it's going to be amazing all around. I'm so excited to play it. Um, I'm going to release this episode today. So, Star Wars fans, tomorrow, Return of the Jedi celebrates its 40th anniversary back in theaters. I know why they're doing it, because it's going to be released for one week and one week only. It will be from this Friday to next, till May the 4th. Um, I wish they would have released it on its actual theatrical release, the actual 40th anniversary, but, you know, It's okay. Um, I don't know if the theatrical release was now or if it was actually like May 25th. But back then we didn't have May the 4th day. So um, lots of things are happening. Me as a Star Wars fan, I'm so excited for May the 4th uh, because it's not just the day itself. um, It's everything around that day. Right. Like we have Jedi Survivor releasing. I'm going to see Return of the Jedi in theaters. And we have Lego Star Wars May the 4th day on May 1st. Uh, I will be going to get most of the new sets that are coming out. I'm a Lego fanatic. Um, but me, go- me going to see Return of the Jedi has kind of sparked my rewatching all of the Star Wars episodes. Um, it's something that I feel was necess- necess- a necessity um, because I haven't watched the original trilogy all that much. I've watched them before. I've watched them a lot with my dad. I know how to quote the lines of the movie, but I've never really sat down and kind of watched them all. So that is going to be my summer project is releasing them all, but then doing podcast reviews to seeing how they hold up now. Do they still hold up to the hype? Are they still as good as I remember? And so on and so forth. I rewatched Rogue One. Oh my God, that was good. That was good. Um, Rewatched episode four last night. Tonight, I'm going to be rewatching episode five. And then obviously tomorrow, I will be going to the theaters to see Return of the Jedi. That sounds so cool. I'm very excited to see that. Uh, It'll be like a walk, uh, kind of a trip down into the past to see that cinema. But yeah, so that's going to be my summer project is kind of updating. uh, Not only keeping up to date with like, you know, releasing a Guardians of the Galaxy review, um, you know, Secret Invasion. But I also keep up to date on my Star Wars content because, I mean, I feel like this that's what I like about having this show being both, right? Because there is no Marvel content right now, guys. Like, there have been no announcements. So what am I supposed to? Like, since Ant-Man, like, am I supposed to just build hype for Guardians of the Galaxy? No. But being that this is also a Star Wars channel, I can now flip and I've had content to make so there's no gap, uh, which I really love. But that's about, that's about what wraps it up for this episode here. I hope you guys all enjoyed. It's a little bit of a shorter one. Like I said, I'm taking a full break next week. But then hopefully the week after that, I will have everything figured out. And I can start getting you the Guardians of the Galaxy review. And then... Hop into my summer project where I talk about each individual Star Wars movie um, in detail and give in-depth reviews, my thoughts, my reactions, the nostalgia, all of the above. Um, for more updates on that, as well as to see my polls, please I beg of you, the dot Marvel Galaxy on Instagram. Um, so hopefully, I'll be able to reach out to some of those uh, you know pages that I reached out to before. Do like maybe a the old-fashioned follow for a follow, shout out for a shout out type thing. But yeah. I hope you guys all have an amazing summer, um, and I will get back to you in about two weeks. Uh, Yeah, thank you guys for listening, as always, and have a good one. Man, I really need to get, like, outro music for this. Another summer project, me getting some intro and outro music. All right, this is Marvel Galaxy, signing off.